the red, white, and truth. Mike Crispy here joining you for another episode of the show on this beautiful Thursday morning. And let me tell you, just like every morning in the Biden regime, we are seeing propaganda unfold before our very eyes. Propaganda that wants to convince you, again, convince you with every fiber in their being that we need to abandon America first. I hate it. I really hate it, you know? And I'm really upset. Frankie and I were talking about this before I went on the air. Really upset with Fox News right now. Uh, And I'm really upset with conservatives who are buying in to the scheme that is, let's put America last again. Let's return to the days of 2014 before President Trump's message started to permeate, which was America first. Why are we in endless wars? Why are we the policemen of the world, right? These were all things that were adopted by us, the masses, when President Trump was coming up. And now they are trying to get us off that. You don't believe me that propaganda continues to recycle and recycle and recycle. Let's go back to China. Okay, so this all started, uh, you know, really when the world changed. It was the year, it was was right when President Trump's election year was up in 2020. That's when things changed forever, really, and they'll never be the same. And we saw world-class levels of propaganda come out with COVID. We saw a world-class cover-up by China with COVID. And now, all of a sudden, if you don't want to believe me, that things are about to get kookier and crazier. As things are devolving to a state where now we have the midterms coming up and the Democrats need to do something to fix their chances to have a shot. Because again, they can never do it on ideas because their ideas are bullshit. But if you don't believe me that the world is in cahoots to take another stab at pushing mass propaganda, at pushing yet another trick that's up their sleeve onto you, the American people. Look no further than the scene right now in China. Again, why is the mainstream media calling this out saying, what the hell is going on? We're doing it on this show. Frankie, this is the latest scene in China. They are saying new COVID outbreaks are causing a big problem, and they put this together. This is obviously fake propaganda. Frankie, roll the clip. All right, so what you see here is uh, a, a a caravan of ambulances taking COVID patients away into a isolation camp. Why is this happening? Is there another strand of COVID? So as soon as the Olympics end, there is a new strand of COVID. As soon as the Olympics are over and China made their money and the Democrat midterm election year is coming up, Now, all of a sudden, the ugly rearing head of COVID is starting to come back. And it seems to me like anytime they want COVID to come back, all they need to do is create some propaganda, push it out to the masses, and the people will fall for it time and time again. Why is China doing that? Does anybody know? Why is China doing that? It's so absurd. And why? Is COVID now all of a sudden starting to, it's funny, these like celebrities who get COVID, I think it's like the craziest thing, how celebrities are more likely to get COVID than you and I. Because I don't know anybody who knows anybody who's gotten COVID in the last, I don't know, a couple months, right, Frankie? It's kind of, it's done. People got it who got it. And on this show, we've always said it's real, but like it kind of ran its course and it died down and Omicron and all these variants that were literally the common cold variant, as I called it. But now, as Joe Biden would say, 
the first lady <laughs> is getting COVID or something like that. Frankie, roll the clip. This is both scary and bizarre. Why are they laughing? A little like change this? in the arrangement of who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh, first look at this room and what you see. Uh, the first lady's husband. Who, uh, Frankie? Who's the first lady's husband? That's him. That is so does him. President Biden have COVID? Does Joe Biden have COVID? I don't think so. And then the crowd just kind of like nervously laughs along. So the 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 first what did they say? Who has COVID? The first lady's man. It's, it's Kamala. Yeah, Kamala's uh, husband. husband. Okay, so Joe Biden was really up. So Kamala's husband all of a sudden has COVID. Yeah, the, the second most visible family in America. The husband all of the sudden has COVID. At a time where China is starting to create some more propaganda of the COVID isolation camps coming back. Because, again, the rest of the world, Fauci and them, followed the lead of China when they thought about 15 days to slow the spread and lockdowns. But this is where we're at. And if you don't believe that the USA right now and this Biden regime is a puppet to foreign actors, then look no further than this clip. This is both creepy weird unsettling but this goes to show you how demented the president truly is because i don't think we've ever heard a president say cringeworthy and bizarre things like this frankie roll the clip we established a new civil rights a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen how many times have you heard i bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line <laughs> that in an intimate relationship what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. I guess he's talking about Hunter Biden's and laptop. Literally, in a sense, blackmails him or, or mortifies him. Oh. Send it out. Put it online. So I don't know what. So that, that's some creepy shit. Uh, that's our problem right now. So in our country, where we're literally about to go to World War III, where gas prices are about to hit $7 a gallon, where the supply chain is super fucked, uh, our, our answer is... Let's do, let's install the Hunter Biden doctrine, which is to, uh, you know, as Joe Biden says, you know, when you're in a relationship and you take compromising pictures and you're going to use it as blackmail against somebody, we're going to address, Joe Biden is going to address that. We as the United States will champion that. What the hell is going on? Has a president ever talked about such bizarre, cringeworthy material? Or has he ever talked about something that is so close to the sun as far as it goes to literally his son, Hunter Biden? It's literally the Hunter Biden bill. So that's the man who's going to lead us into World War III right there. You see this demented old bat who literally said that he got COVID. Literally, the uh, Kamala's husband got COVID. But Joe Biden is so out of it. He's so shot that he said that he got COVID. And we're expected to believe that all these people are getting COVID as China's starting to do this propaganda thing again with the isolation camps part three. That was literally... Discussed. People have said this is coming after the Olympics. But now, this is the man that's going to lead us into World War III. As we are facing massive, serious problems in the Ukraine, Joe Biden is going to lead us. And Nancy Pelosi is going to lead us. This is the state of affairs. This should make you feel great about where we are as a country right now. Listen to Nancy Pelosi. Again, Fox News is like, oh my God, we're going to go to war. Oh my God, we're going to go to war. They want, it's crazy. I, I'm so upset with Fox News. because Fox News is pushing this, pushing this, pushing this. They're not pushing peace solution. They're pushing, we need to go to war. But what they don't show you is the people who are going to be at the helm of the country truly when we go to war. So the question is, are other people in charge 
or is it this bad because these people are actually in charge? Let's listen to this expert. The, the third most powerful person in the United States government, Nancy Pelosi, tried to sum this up. This is very calming and soothing for everybody as we're about to head into World War III. Frankie, roll the clip. This is an anxiety attack when you watch this. Oh, that wow. we can't go there. Uh, the, the, Putin is trying to bait the trap so that uh, the, we co go in and that's the beginning, to could be the beginning of world war three so uh, putin <laughs> totally your, irresponsible using weapons that are not allowed under the geneva connect convention putin who uh, threatens use of chemical weapons um nuclear and the rest so they know that we can't but it's the ask now he was uh, this morning more let's if we can't have an if we can't have a no-fly zone let us. Is she have signing? Our own. And is, it looks like she's signing. Yeah. She's an 82 year old old lady. No, no, we're, no, no. This morning he was less on the on the ask for the um, yeah uh, the policy, more on let us do it, help us get the planes. But also there is a school of thought that thinks the anti aircraft what is the missiles and the, rest the raise are the roof important way. <laughs> Myself, when I see that. Yeah, she's uh, raising tanks. the roof there. Thank you, Nancy Pelosi, for that. Nancy Pelosi is letting you know exactly what uh, needs to go on uh, as far as foreign policy goes. She's a clueless, old, demented bat. <laughs> it's so bad. She's literally putting her flail in her hands all over the place. She's 82 years old, and she's dealing with big, bad. She's dealing with big, bad Vladimir Putin. Nancy Pelosi. This is scary. Because, again, it's like, you know, there's the schools of thought that say that, you know, um, that, you know, we should be doing these things for Ukraine, that other people say we should not be involved. And then you have people like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden when they get up there and say, well, if the government actually chooses to get involved, then every single person in this country is personally affected and will be personally affected by this one way or another. These are the people that are going to be pulling the strings at the helm. Yeah, And it's funny because, like, you know, I don't know which is worse, Frankie, it's either these people are actually in charge like they're supposed to be or somebody else is in charge and we don't know about it. Again, I've always said that on the show and I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is worse as we're literally about to become embroiled in a massive foreign conflict where Fox News and the media are poking the bear wanting this to happen. But here's Jen Psaki again. This is the White House. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump was the president and the press secretary talk. People talk peace through strength. It was very clear where President Trump stood. But this is... Jen Psaki, I think the plan is here, and tell me after you watch this clip, the plan is let's watch what Putin does and the Ukraine. Let's comment on it, and then let's do whatever we're going to do by doing nothing. Like, we're not going to do anything to defuse the situation. We're not going to do anything to step in the middle of it, but let's watch it, commentate on it, and do nothing about it unless it's to push the military-industrial complex. That sounds you know, like, okay, I'm really not giving them any credit. But now, listen to what they actually said. I don't understand why you are trying your end game in Ukraine. What's the you, end game? You're not going there. You're not sending troops there. Good question. There, there will be no flight, no, no flight zone over Ukraine. And are you, will it be a fair assessment to say that you are pushing these guys to commit suicide, knowing that Russia has a superpower and eventually it will uh, capture the main cities, Kiev and... Decent, decent question. What's the end game? If they actually are well, being the offensive, then what's really the end game? It's a question for President Putin. Oh, it's a question we for have, Putin. We have completely crushed his economy. 
Uh, we have provided military assistance, humanitarian assistance to the Ukrainians, enabling them to fight back for far longer uh, than the Russian leadership uh, anticipated. Oh, yeah. uh, and again, he has to uh, he has to determine what the path forward looks for like for him. Thanks, everyone. Wow, great, great job. Great job leading from the front, Jim Psaki. Great job leading from the front, Biden administration. The answer is he needs to do what he's going to do. Listen, no matter what you think about this conflict, no matter what you think, and on this show, we stand for the fact that we should not be involved in this conflict. It is more nuanced than what I call the Republican sheep led on. Okay. The Republican sheep who are tuning into the, and I hate to say, the Fox News propaganda that's being pushed out there, wanting the conflict. They, the Republican sheep, are saying, we need to go get involved and do this. Now, on this show, we believe that there is a peaceful solution, and you maintain, as people like President Trump say, peace through strength, right? But Jumpasaki there and the White House is saying their official stance is Putin's going to do what he's going to do. It almost sounds like a setup, Frankie. It almost sounds like a setup. Let's be so weak. Let's be so noncommittal. Let's be so wishy-washy. Let's be so fucking brain dead that we're going to say, here, here you go. Let's provoke him. Be super weak. Let him go in there to give the United States an excuse to get involved in World War III. Right? Because they want World War III. Because World War III is good for the two complexes. That are the biggest detriment to the world. What are they? What are the two complexes? The media complex. Okay. Big media. Pushing these stories. Pushing fear. Pushing hysteria. Haven't you learned it from COVID? And the military industrial complex. Which wanted everything to do with ousting Trump from office. Because he was not good for business. Why? Because he put the interests of Americans first. And that's why we had no new conflicts in the last 60 years, right? Kinda. Yeah, I would say so. Wait a minute. You don't believe me? <laughs> you think the media doesn't want the war? You think they want to look out for the people? You think they want to report things objectively and honestly and just give us the straight facts? Without perhaps, I don't know, pushing something that will help their ratings and juice their television audiences? Give them some new storylines and fodder and cloud cover for Joe Biden as he systematically crushes the country? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, watch this clip. Why does the U.S. believe they know better what Ukraine needs than what Ukrainian officials are saying they need the most? It sounds like, you know, we're pretty dug in on our position when it comes to the no-fly zone, when it comes to uh, the MiGs, uh, despite this growing call, bipartisan call in Congress to shift a little bit. So, to put it bluntly, is Zelensky wasting his time tomorrow? asking for these things. President Zelensky is going to be speaking to Congress tomorrow. He's been pushing for fighter jets, a no-fly zone. You have to hear some of those same requests tomorrow as well. Has the administration shift, thinking shifted them that at all? though, calling for a no-fly zone. They're a NATO member. They share a border with Russia. How do we view their calls for a no-fly zone? And on President Zelensky's address tomorrow, of course, he is expected to ask for more assistance, as my colleague noted. A lot of the U.S. positions on that haven't changed, as you just said, when it comes to the no-fly zone. Great, right, right. The no-fly zone, the no-fly zone, the no-fly zone, the no-fly zone. 
What is the no-fly zone going to guarantee, Frankie? What's no-fly zone going to guarantee? It's going to guarantee that we go into the fucking war. It's, gonna <laughs> it's literally going to guarantee that we get into war. Because when you have no plan like Jen Psaki, where Jen Psaki says, well, Putin's going to do what he's going to do, and it's up to him. The world's biggest, baddest evil villain on the planet, it's up to him what he's going to do. Yeah, totally. And then we're going to do a no-fly zone over Ukraine, but do nothing about it. And then we'll have to respond and go to war. To me, Frankie, it sounds like they want the war. That's the only logical explanation I can think of is that they are using the Ukrainian government, which as we have discussed off air is a prop of the globalist, the, the globalist club, right? The globalist future of the world. This just, is. Can I just mention something? Yeah, yeah. Right before when I was, uh, I had Fox on before when I was setting up the show, and they were literally broadcasting. Oh, this morning, there was a bombing at a hospital. Uh, it was clearly targeted. That hospital was targeted, and then it was like ten minutes later. They're like, "Oh, uh, no injuries or deaths reported. It seems like everyone was uh, downstairs, and it was they." It's like, what do you mean? You mean you told them to move downstairs so you could fucking bomb the top and then get a good broad? Wow. Like, what is happening? It, 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 this is this is my point here, people. Is that wake the hell up, okay? Wake up and realize that what you're seeing on TV is not reality in many cases because they want a foreign conflict and it's a bad situation. Are we not, are we saying that there aren't serious humanitarian problems going on and there's people, innocent people who are caught in the middle of this? Absolutely. Innocent people are caught in the middle of this, but government is never innocent. Okay. That's the answer. I sympathize for the real people that are being used as political pawns in the middle of this, but I don't sympathize for the warmongers and the props of the Biden regime and other actors in NATO and the EU and all these globalist countries, the America last doctrine. Again, not a conspiracy. These are the things that Donald Trump called out in his rise to power. But they are poking the bear and provoking. Now they're just saying, well, let's just kill Putin. What's up, Ben Frankie? Let's just kill Vladimir Putin. Yeah. That's Lin the next headline. Lindsey Graham. Do you, do you have this uh, headline here, Frankie? Uh, uh, 1G, they, they're just like, oh, let's just kill him. Let's, Lindsey Graham saying this. You have senators openly calling for this. Assassinating Putin is on every intel agency's design table, says the security agents. And Lindsey Graham said it, right, on, uh, on, uh, Hannity the other night? Yeah. Hannity is, like, off the rails now. It, it actually is so disappointing. It's like, listen, people, and it, and they're trying to, this is what they did during George Floyd, this is what they did during COVID. This is what they did during the vax. And now they are doing it again with Ukraine. If you do not believe us in lockstep, well, then you are evil. And they are tricking Republicans into thinking that they need to think this one monolithic way. Otherwise, they are pro-Russia. When in reality, you can say, I am pro-America first. And I want a diplomatic, strengthful solution from a position of how the USA should be negotiating and should be handling this top down where we don't have to say, let's go assassinate Vladimir Putin. What do you think that does to a country that has nuclear weapons? Guy's got nuclear weapons. What do you think he's going to do? 
when U.S. senators call for his assassination. That's barbaric tactics. It's caveman bullshit. Nobody serious would talk like that if they wanted to, I don't know, maintain peace in the world. And isn't that what everybody wants? Peace in the world, right? But no, it's only what the real people want. What the military industrial complex and the members of the U.S. government elected that are paid off by the military industrial complex, they know in their heart of hearts that a war is good for business, okay? Frankie, put this up here. Let's see. Who's going to win from this war in the Ukraine? Who is going to win? The group that has not won in the last five years, and that is the defense industry. The defense industry will profit from war in Ukraine with whose money? Your money. Our tax dollars going to the Ukraine. Our tax dollars not only going to aid, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but our tax dollars going towards all of this weapon, machinery, everything that is used to fight a war. A war where people will die. Americans will die. Because we were disingenuous about how to dis dissolve the solution peacefully. Or we are literally poking and provoking a leader who has nuclear weapons. The defense industry will profit and people will make a lot of money. It's great. All those really rich multimillionaires the defense contractor lobby. So those people, they're going to be great. The members of government who hold, have stocks and holdings in that, they're going to be great. But your sons and daughters are going to be go sent off to fought, uh, fight a war and die because of it. It is absurd. And everybody who's, everybody who's watching in the next thing, because Zelensky uh, addressed the joint session of Congress, everybody who was in that auditorium, I would say, are you going to send your son or your daughter out to fight in the military? Listen to Zelensky, Okay. Zelensky, in his joint session of Congress, call on a dementia patient, Joe Biden, to step up and lead the free world and be on the front lines in fighting back and leading this response. Who is buying this shit? Joe Biden, according to Zelensky, can lead us to this. This is such an unserious statement because Joe Biden is such an unserious leader. So when everybody out there saying, oh my God, oh my God, we got to do things, we got to help, we got to do this. Why would Zelensky, if he was serious about protecting his country, be calling on Joe Biden to be the guiding hand to save him, right? You can't have it both ways. You can't think Joe Biden is legit and then say, oh my God, Zelensky's such a hero because Zelensky's calling on Biden to bail him out. How do you explain that? Frankie, roll the clip. The President Biden... You are the leader of the nation. Oh, yeah? Of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world. Oh. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. Slava Ukraine. There you go. Oh, my God. Roaring applause. The Republicans applaud him. Do you see what the Republicans in that room were applauding Joe Biden? Everyone except for uh, our girl. Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yeah. Yeah, good for her. She didn't show up. Guys. I think she did show up. She didn't applaud. Good. They, they, yeah. Good. Love it. Because you can't have it both ways. You can't think that Joe Biden is legit. And then listen to Zelensky say, Joe Biden, be the leader of the world. Because to me, it sounds like either he really believes that Joe Biden is the leader of the world or 
He just wants to rob us blind and take our money and have the USA bail out the rest of the world once again. Because people, guess what? This is a hard pill to swallow. This is the truth for you this morning. There is conflict going on all over the world at all times, right? There is fighting between countries, between borders, civil wars, in Africa, in Europe, in the Indo-Pacific, everywhere. In Central America, there is violence and bloodshed all over the place. And it's terrible. And we sympathize for every real person who has to go through it. But when they package something up and put it there and say, we need to send billions of dollars to these countries. When we have people in America that can't afford gas. People in America that can't afford to live. People in America that are getting displaced from their jobs. People in America that are still having to deal with COVID restrictions. People in America who still haven't gotten any money from the government when they said they would take care of them, when they made them shut down their small business and they went out of business, but the big box stores stayed open. Somehow... That is less offensive to the masses, Frankie, than the people of Ukraine. And listen, I get it. It's terrible. I feel for that. But where is the same outrage for the people of the United States who have lost their livelihood? Why isn't that a point of contention with the masses as much as it is with that? Oh, because Fox News isn't talking about it. Why isn't Fox News talking about it? Maybe because Fox News, I don't know, wants the war to happen. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly like, and I shouldn't be surprised with Fox, but I'm actually surprised at how aggressive they're being. And and as the gas prices are going up, as inflation is going through the roof, and this was all happening before this conflict, and now it's going to be put into hyperdrive because of this war, and it will only hurt in the end when this is all over. This country, the United States will deal with a poorer, more beat-down middle class. And that's what the left wants. And they are tricking you into overlooking that for the sake of getting involved in a war. When we could very easily have a strong, principled, diplomatic solution, which President Trump would 100% have done by now if he was the president. So you want to see a blame game go on? Here is Joe Biden as gas prices were skyrocketing before this happened, here is Joe Biden, let's see, so coincidentally able to dump off all his problems on one source as those problems were happening beforehand, and now the media will allow him to spin it and cover for him on all angles. Frankie, roll the clip. Make no mistake, the current spike in gas prices is largely the fault of Vladimir Putin. Oh, nice. There's nothing to do with the American rescue plan. There's nothing to do with the American rescue plan. The gas prices are all the fault of Vladimir Putin, says Joe Biden. Joe Biden says it, and now who's, who is going to parrot every word he says? This sounds like propaganda to me. Biden says it, and now look at the, I call it the state media. Everyone's, oh, you know, we got a, a free and fair, honest press. Really? Listen to them parrot this fake bullshit. Frankie. Because too much of the U.S. media chatter is distorted to the point of being dishonest. Higher gas prices is, is a small sacrifice to make. Many oh, really? politicians act as though it's President Biden who caused inflation <laughs> and that he can fix this. No, I mean, you know, he did not cause the war <laughs> so which caused prices to surge. And you heard the president of the United States come say Putin's price hike. Putin's price hike. A Putin price hike. Putin's price hike. And... Putin's price hike is a great way to message it. 
Putin's price hike is a great way to message it. Did you hear her slip there? It's a great way to message it. It's almost like she was told to message it. (laughs) Oh my goodness, people, wake up. Wake up. They need this to happen. They need this to happen. They need this to get ugly. They do it at the expense of real civilians who I sympathize with. But they're being used as props and pawns. And you, as the gas price are shooting through the roof, don't they don't want to solve it. They don't want to return energy independence. They don't want to do something where we, I don't know, let's see, drill. Do something where, I don't know, we do something to create energy independence again. No, 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 no. That's not good for the green lobby that they make uh, millions and billions of dollars off. No, 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 no. We just need to cover and have a scapegoat so we can twist it to the American people and call it Putin's price. Like Frankie, Frankie, it's almost as if coincidentally, all of the sudden, as the prices are shooting through the moon and Joe Biden can't go back on his campaign promise, which we'll show in a second, it's almost as if they needed a scapegoat and egging on Vladimir Putin will be that scapegoat and continue to do one thing above all else. Allow Joe Biden and the Democrats to skate by and blame this problem on somebody else and do nothing to fix it. And at the end of the day, you know that hurts? You, people out there watching the show, the middle class are going to pay more in gas, and then on TV they're going to tell you, oh, it's a small price to pay, and then the prices never go down. Am I wrong? No, not at all. It's it's it, prices on Gas prices have been going up since the day Trump left office, pretty much, and has been have been increasing monthly since. Yeah, and it, we have a rare, a rare... Truth teller, I like this because this guy must have slipped through the, uh, you know, pre-screened, uh, you know, people who come on the air. Here is a rare beacon of truth at CNN. I want to talk, you said that uh, that American resolve is really maybe even surprising about to, to do something. The question is the effect on the U.S. economy, and specifically gas prices. They topped $4 on average this week for the first time since 2008. Listen to what President Biden said about that. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. We understand Putin's war against the people of Ukraine is causing prices to rise. People are already, already feeling Putin's price hikes at the pump. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fall of Putin. Pawn. Uh... For the president to turn, to try to pretend like prices weren't already rising, I mean, I don't think people are candidly that dumb. I mean, we remember the inflation was going on long before uh, this happened. It's absolutely true this is making it worse, but to sort of whitewash what happened all of last year, I don't think it's going to work for them. Boom. I don't think it's going to work for them, but they're trying. They are trying. So the military-industrial complex benefits bigly from a foreign conflict. And the Biden regime benefits from a foreign conflict. Why? Because they could blame everything on Putin, right? Not deal with him through peace, through strength, diplomacy, and get him to stop. So then the situation is absolved and it goes away. But to let this continue, as Pisaki says, well, Putin's going to do what he's going to do. And we're going to do the no-fly zone and all this and egg him on. It is so deep and sinister and evil. That they are playing with real people like pawns. And that's the depths at which the Biden regime stoops. But it shouldn't surprise anyone because they were doing this with you when they locked down your business and made you lose your job and made you show papers to get into restaurants. Can't you see at this point that the stage, the world stage, 
is a show to these people and they use you as the actors. You don't believe me that, I don't know, maybe uh, uh, this doesn't have anything to do with uh, Putin and that it was already set in motion and now they're making it worse intentionally because they want people to be have less money and be more beat down and have a scapegoat for it so they could do better in the midterms. Listen to Joe, this is Joe Biden during his primary election. What do you think was going to happen? Did people forget that this is the way he talked before he was elected? Frankie, roll the clip. It's not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No nice. more drilling on federal lands. Nice. No more drilling, including offshore. Nice. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Oh, great. And great. I guess, I guess that, you know, I guess that doesn't have any effect on the uh, price of uh, oil. I guess that doesn't have any effect. I guess it's it's just a coincidence that, as Joe Biden was saying, that while he simultaneously was saying Russia was our biggest threat, he was allowing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline to go through between Germany and Russia, but shutting down the Keystone pipeline, because Russia is such a big, bad threat, that he was allowing their economy to flourish and do things that he says weren't good for the environment. I guess just because he's a nice guy. It's like, come on, people. Hey, come on. It's obvious. Oh, man. It's obvious. And as it's going on, as we are being convinced that we need to protect the border of the Ukraine and send our young men and women to go die on the battlefield and do the no-fly zone and simultaneously have no solution to stop Putin and simultaneously egg him on and push him into conflict and simultaneously have more of a scapegoat for the gas prices... Let's take a look at our own border, okay? Because it's all over Ukraine's border. This is the American border. Again, where's the outrage? Why isn't Fox News talking about it? Why isn't anybody in the media talking about it? This is our border. This is an invasion. Let's take a look at the southern border right now. Let's check in on that. Wow, looks really good. Is this Ukraine, Frankie? Uh, I believe that is, is the Ukraine? United States. Is this, what, is this Ukraine? Oh, it looks like a war zone. I think that's a war zone. Wow, things are really bad in Ukraine. Oh my goodness, their border is under attack. Trucks are under are on fire and people are running in and smuggling drugs and human trafficking and there's the cartels and there's drugs and there's fentanyl and opioids that are killing our youth and people are lighting each other on fire. Oh, no, no, that's the United States southern border. Nice, nice. But they have conditioned you to believe that the border and the situation in Ukraine is more dire. Guess what? There are human beings who are suffering the consequences on the USA border, but they don't get any love and sympathy from the media, do they, Frankie? I guess they don't. I guess the invasion at our southern border, where they are sending drugs, they are sending crime, they are sending all of these terrible things. Again, President Trump condition the people to believe the truth. He talked about these things and now all of a sudden through a massive propagandic effort, they have convinced you to abandon that philosophy and say all hands on deck to stop the guy that we are really doing actually nothing diplomatically to stop. That's the Biden regime for you. Don't get played. Don't get played. Please, please don't get played. Listen to the one truth teller in all this. This is pretty good. I watched this like last night like three times. This is Tucker Carlson talking to a rhino neocon, Representative Salazar here, with a very real question. 
And then she calls it a hypothetical. Listen to how politicians speak about something so plain, something so blunt, something that hits the core, should hit the core for everybody watching the show, to our country, our border. Very simple question. She and so many other Republicans, the neocons, cannot answer it. Frankie, roll the question up orders. All of us are appalled by the violation of Ukraine's borders. Yeah. You don't seem as appalled by the violation of our borders by tens of millions of people. So let me ask you for the third time. Sure, you support I do. Military equipment. Okay, then would you support the U.S. military securing the United States border tonight or on the same timetable as sending MiGs to Ukraine? Great How question. I, that's hypothetical again. Oh, Let's no, it's talk a very straightforward question. What are you talking about? You're a lawmaker. No, it's, it's not, not hypothetical. All. What do you mean? Just say it. You're not for it. And you're for Ukraine, you're giving, but not you're, here. You're giving I, me the, the first, the, the whole segment, which is great, and I thank you very no, much. Let's go back to my I'm bill. Wrong. I don't want to misrepresent you. I am you. correct. I'm asking All you, I'm you, saying is you don't okay. support the U.S. military She refuses. She does not support it. And these neocons... It's a very simple question. We're being invaded in our country. The children are dying in our communities that are taking these drugs. I saw a story the other day, Frankie, uh, Spring Breakers. Uh, I think they were uh, West Point cadets, so and they and so they sad. they died from I don't know fentanyl overdose. Yeah. And and the worst part is like two of them didn't even take it, but died because they were trying to give CPR, and they just got the fentanyl crazy exposure from that so this is this is what's going on in the united states of america simple question we going to send troops to our southern border to stop the invasion that's occurring no are we going to take a billion dollars and put it towards stopping the problem at our southern border that is causing people in our country to die and human trafficking crisis to rear its ugly head and seep into our cities and make our communities less safe no but we're going to do it for Ukraine. Again, do it for none or do it for both. If these neocons were consistent, at least I could say, well, at least they're consistent about it. They're just true hawks. But they're not consistent. And that should scare everyone. And you know what that's called, Frankie? I don't know. I don't know. America last. It's called America last. And that is what the course, that was the course that we were on before President Trump came, said, wait a minute. Why are we the policemen of the world? Why are we sending billions in aid, billions of dollars in aid to foreign countries when the United States is poor, veterans are on the street homeless, gas is $6 a gallon, it takes months to get your $600 stimulus check, but we could snap our fingers and send a billion dollars to Ukraine overnight. How is that possible? And how is that okay with anybody who is in the Republican Party? How is that okay with you? You know, it's okay because they are putting these scenes on TV, horrific scenes, where real people's lives are being affected. I don't want to mince words on that. But those people, it's even darker than what you see because those people are in that situation because the United States, the Biden regime, wants the conflict. And they stole an election. So you don't think that they're going to create a conflict? You're not put that past them? They shut down your livelihood, took your small business away, allowed millions of people to seep into the country. Now we're allowing illegal aliens to vote in big cities. That's obviously going to spread and metastasize. And you don't think it's past them to, I don't know, say, eh, this conflict is probably good. People, don't fall for America less. Trump woke you up. He woke you up. Don't let the mainstream media and the fake news put you back to sleep. We'll be right back after this break. 
And welcome back to the show. Thank you, everybody, who is tuning in and joining us this morning. Early morning show of Red, White, and Truth. And we're talking about America Last and why they are trying to get you to fall for it. But I'm reminding you all and laying it out. I can't lay it out any clearer that they want you to readopt America Last. Okay? They want you to readopt America Last. It's obvious. They don't want you to pay attention to this. They want you to be more outraged by something going on in a foreign land thousands of miles away than this rhetoric from our own Treasury Secretary that will affect the pockets of every single American now, point blank, period. Frankie, roll it. I'm going to make a prediction uh, exactly as to what's going to happen in the second half of the year. You know, we're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain very uncomfortably high. I Why is that happening? Why the, the inflation numbers are uncomfortably uh, high? Uh, the gas prices are shooting through the roof. The cost of everything is going up. It's called the hidden tax. It's called devaluing and weakening the value of a dollar. I actually saw, Frankie, I don't know if you saw this, that the Saudi Arabia is uh, considering uh, accepting other currency besides the U.S. dollar for oil. Did you see that? That's huge, people. I did see that. People, wake up. That is a bigger problem than Ukraine. That's going to destroy the country. The country, the, the world. Like if, the if, world. The, if, the, if, the, if if the United States are not the standard currency, like the way we borrow all of our money from China is like we just don't have to account for inflation. We could just print more and say, oh, there you go. We didn't we didn't say we'll give you the, the exact value of the current. You know, it will be fucked completely. I, I am. So I am outraged that people are not outraged about this in the Republican Party. This should be the the tip of everybody's tongue, the outrage. But I'm so disappointed in mainstream fake news media for pushing something that literally it, it plays to people's heartstrings. They show scenes that are terrible. However, they gloss over these problems that will affect every single person, every single person person you know personally and that's less of a problem than that that's called america last and then you want to talk about the bio labs and that whole situation going on i want to touch on that for a minute because we have a situation here going on where it's called the bio labs in ukraine right that became a point of contention is wow you have all these bio labs that are pentagon funded that are being that are so obvious there tulsi gabbard who is a russian agent according to people like mitt romney it's always mitt romney and kinzinger calling the truth tellers republican agents talking about the bio labs in Ukraine that exist and the problem that this poses and the fact that, I don't know, maybe, I think this is a pretty uh, interesting and, uh, I don't know, a timely concern of Tulsi right after we had COVID, right? Maybe, just maybe, the bio labs, them kind of being in the middle of all this, maybe, I don't know, maybe that'll be the excuse to have another COVID? Roll this clip, Frankie, of Tulsi Gabbard. Let's see if she sounds like conspiracy theorist. This is Democrat Tulsi Gabbard, former congresswoman, uh, who Mitt Romney says is a Russian agent. You've called me a treasonous liar simply for stating the fact that there are over 25 U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine, which, if breached, would release and spread deadly pathogens across the United States and the world. Beautiful birds And therefore, in the they must be secured so that She's we can prevent any new pandemics from occurring. 
Now, bizarrely, you claim that securing these labs or even calling for securing these labs is treasonous and will lead to a loss of life. When the exact opposite is obviously true, the spread of pathogens is what will cause the loss of life, wow. not the prevention of such a spread. So Senator Romney, please provide evidence that what I've said is not true and treasonous. And if you cannot, you should do the honorable thing. Apologize. Resign from the U.S. Senate. <laughs> evidence of the existence of these right, biolabs in Ukraine, their vulnerability, and therefore the, the need there to There you go. Very, 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 very clear there from Tulsi. By the way, I like how calm Tulsi explains that with the birds chirping in Hawaii. <laughs> it's beautiful. Good for Tulsi. I'm very calm. Um, but, but you know what? Why is Mitt Romney and the neocons so quick to call treasonous, treasonous when she's pointing out something that, I don't know, would maybe prevent another COVID? Maybe they don't want you to know about the bio labs in Ukraine because then they're going to say, oh, my God, you know, this whole conflict. Oh, we didn't even see it coming. Bio labs, uh, you know, it's it's caused another pandemic. We need to relock down. Oh, you see China? They're already relocking down. You saw the footage we saw at the beginning of the show. Come on, people. Why is Tulsi Gabbard the only one pointing it out? Why is Mitt Romney calling it treasonous? And why is this exchange so conspicuous between Marco Rubio and a uh, member of the Biden administration, uh, Newland, uh, who is uh, getting grilled on this on Capitol Hill, talking about bioweapons? Uh, roll the clip. This is the undersecretary for, uh, I believe, uh, the health stuff. Um, roll the clip, Frank. Um does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research just... <laughs> facilities, hmm. which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt <laughs> in my mind, Senator, wow. and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Oh Frankie, Last Frankie, what's going on there, Frankie? That is, that's called, a, uh, I believe it's called a false flag, and it's wild that it's that apparent and that nobody, like, it, that is just so obvious. Like, is there any doubt in your mind? Like, you're just planting, like, it's theater. It's actual theater. It's, it's scary. And also, the fact that that lady is responsible for anything, she can't even say a sentence. I know she's, like, trying to dance around. Yeah. But oh my she's god, she's being carefully rehearsed. Is what she's doing. She is she know. another tr trans? <laughs> she's. Oh, well, we'll get to we'll get to it in a second. Um, so all these things going on the bio labs. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, the only one pointing out Mitt Romney saying it's treason. It's treasonous that we would identify this and stop it. And it's uh, I don't know, not treasonous. Jen Psaki put the tweet up on the screen here. Frankie denies the existence of this problem. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought this was a big, terrible problem and that Russia was going to cause this problem. Uh, we have a tweet here. This is from March 9th, okay? 
We took note of Russia's false claim about alleged U.S. biological weapons labs and chemical weapons development in Ukraine. We've also seen Chinese officials echo these types of conspiracy theories. This is preposterous. It's the kind of disinformation operation we've seen repeatedly from Russians over the years in Ukraine and in other countries which have been debunked and example these types of false pretexts we have been warning the Russians would invent. So what's the deal here? What is the deal? Why did Jen Psaki deny the existence of it? Tulsi Gabbard in plain as sight day say, wow, maybe, maybe, just maybe we should factor this into how we're dealing with things so it doesn't become a bigger problem. But they don't like that. Why don't they like that, Frankie? Why don't they like that? Let's see, because that would then, I don't know, prevent them from having another layer of control, prevent them from having COVID, I don't know, 4.0 at this point? Maybe? Prevent them from continuing to trot in their new I hate to say it, new world order. And everyone goes, oh, conspiratorial talk. Conspiratorial talk. The leaders are saying it in the other countries. It's the opposite of America first. It's globalists first, okay? And this is what they want to do. I want to roll this clip. This is Russell Brand, who is a great podcast. Um, he's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's kind of just a, a guy in the middle who, who says things I think that are uh, very truthful. Um, and here is Russell Brand talking about, let's see, I don't know, the next phase of what these sickos want to do while they take you and distract you and say, oh, my God, look over here. Look at this. This is so bad because of this. And we're just going to kind of let this happen because we want it to happen and then make all this money off of things while they do things like this. This doesn't lead to anything. This is totally a coincidence. Also, I guess, right? Roll the clip, Frankie. News, shall we? The World Health Organization will meet with member states and reps from vaccine certification credentials groups to discuss a global vaccine certification system. Oh, Over nice. the last two years, vaccine passports have become compulsory for international travel in some countries. However, different regions and countries have different standards when it comes to proof of vaccination, ah. meaning a passport that is verifiable in one country might not be verifiable in the other. So we need some help. Is someone going to step in? <laughs> is some centralised, non-elected, dubiously funded body going to so step good. in and save us? The World Health Organization wants to get involved. Nice. Oh, thank you. Get involved in pulling it all together under a global system. Who among you doesn't like a global system? <laughs> Who watching this isn't praying for the day where we can have one centralized government dominated by billionaires <laughs> and their funds and their foundations? Yeah, then we can get all the guidance we need from the WEF, the IMF, the WHO. Just in case you don't recognize English sarcasm, that was it then. Oh my God! Fucking incredible. Oh my God! What? One global system is going to keep us safe. This is great. Yeah. It's all just for people's good and well being and their health. We shouldn't be outraged by that. We shouldn't even look at that. We shouldn't even pay attention to these bio labs. No, 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 no. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Actually, when, when it does happen, it was Russia's fault. Calling it out and doing things as Tulsi. Tulsi said, very logical statement. Let's do something about this so it doesn't become a problem. Because if Russia and Ukraine are fighting and the biolabs are in between and something hits the biolab, maybe that will cause problems for the entire world. So you have a conflict between Ukraine and Russia. Obviously, the whole world is not affected. Ukraine and Russia, 
It's only affected because Joe Biden is using it uh, to deplete our own energy independence and drive up the price of gas and obviously destroy our own uh, you know, middle class and value over dollar. Yes. But the next plague that people have been so conditioned to accept and lock down for and be afraid of and get stimulus money to deal with. If you call that out, which Tulsi did, and Tulsi didn't say that this is Ukraine, it's a conspiracy that Ukraine's going to unleash it. She didn't say that Russia was going to unleash it. She said very logically, it's a very adult-like statement, that two countries fighting, the labs could get hit, and then the pathogens could be released. Right, Frankie? Am I missing something? And that could then cause a problem, so maybe we should do something about that problem. But maybe that is the next thing they need to happen to have this global system, as Russell Brand just pointed out. Maybe Big Pharma hasn't made enough money because it's the military industrial complex and the big pharma complex. Now, here is the latest. As all this is going on, as they are putting the Ukraine story on repeat, because I guess now the only thing that matters to people's existence is this Ukraine thing. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. This doesn't matter, I guess. Five-year-olds getting a vaccine? Wow. Five-year-olds. Are you okay with this? I guess this doesn't matter. I guess the situation in Ukraine is more important than this. Roll the clip, Frankie. Was number one on my list, and I think for so many parents, is, is when will the vaccine be available for those children five and under? Potentially May, if it works, if the answer will do their utmost to review them fast. So, and we will be ready with manufacturing. Nice. We'll be ready with manufacturing. That's the guy, uh, the Pfizer uh, uh, lead guy, who was also on uh, TV the other day talking about how they told them this would happen. And they told them, who is they, right? Big pharma lobby, military industrial complex lobby, and the people bear the brunt of it. The people in Ukraine who were caught in the crossfire the behest of the Biden administration wanting a conflict to happen, innocent Ukrainians caught in the middle of it used as pawns, and innocent Americans caught in the middle of the COVID tyranny being used as pawns. Your five-year-olds now being used as pawns. Oh, because only, oh, the vaccine side effects are only going to happen for one in, oh, I don't know, one in a hundred people. Oh, no big deal. It's all calculated and factored into these sick ideologic pieces of garbage. And now, not just five-year-olds getting vaccinated, but we need another dose. We need another dose. And it always starts with the seniors. Pfizer asked the U.S. to approve a fourth COVID vaccine dose for seniors. And that will then obviously expand to everybody else. A fourth COVID dose for what exactly? Is this killing people? Is this the plague? Maybe that they realize that when you have a third dose, that people were kind of over it at that point. Maybe. Maybe just maybe. Or maybe just maybe they're continuing to push this on us, continuing to do this, continuing to usher us towards the global system that Russell Brand talked about. Literally, global system. Words right there by the World Health Organization. Because when you travel abroad, you got to show this vaccine information. They want it all linked and they want everybody to have the data and share it. Kind of, maybe, sort of, we're starting to look like a country that, I don't know, bought and paid off the U.S. president, Joe Biden, and his son, Hunter. That's not coincidental at all. Let's roll the clip of China. Credit system, where people's daily behavior is monitored and rated. 
I think it's a good thing, this woman said. It makes people more honest. Oh my god. But this social credit rating goes far beyond a traditional credit score, which is based on your finances. China's version factors in everything from jaywalking to smoking on trains to buying too many video games. Nice. If your score gets too low, you can be banned from buying plane tickets, renting a house, wow. or getting a loan. Sounds like a great place. <laughs> sounds like nearly 15 the, million sounds like it's happening in America prevented a from traveling. Wow. Journalist Leo Hu is one of them. He recently tried to book a flight, but oh, was you don't told say. he couldn't. A journalist. You don't say! Untrustworthy people. I can't buy property. My child can't go to private school, he says. You feel like you're being controlled by the list all the time. Nice! You're being controlled by the list all the time. Wow. I've never seen anything like that. It's kind of like when they debanked Mike Lindell, when they took his bank uh, oh, they, they, the bank kicked him out and said he has to go somewhere else. Same with Trump. They did the same, same thing. Same with Trump, where all these companies did the divesting and all these things. And same with how they, I don't know, kicked the sitting president off of Twitter. But I don't know. Uh, Frankie, is Russia still on Twitter? I believe so. I believe so. So Russia's this big, bad threat. Why aren't they kicked off Twitter? And I don't know. Oh, you can't buy plane tickets. That's when they added all the January 6th people who literally showed up to the Capitol onto the no-fly lists. Interesting. Can't get a job. Can't open a bank account. Can't travel. Wow. We won't tell you what to do, but we will deny you the ability to move freely, earn an income, and live your life if you do not do what we say as the government. Do not go along with what we tell you. And as we stoke a war that is totally preventable, if you say that now, maybe you will be on the list next. Wow. So I think it's kind of, you know, let's keep this light for a second as we're going down this very uh, dark path of what could be, and it's it's a shame that we're even talking about this, and it's a shame that it doesn't even sound conspiratorial. But I would wonder, in a social credit score system in the United States of America, full-blown, right, Frankie? We got a full-blown social credit score system like China. I wonder what score Rachel Randy Levine would get on that score. Because Rachel Randy Levine, somebody who I talk about on this show a lot, who is the, I don't know, the admiral for public health, She's the undersecretary for Department of Health and Human Services. Somehow she went uh, from wearing, a, you know, a, a shower curtain as her outfit to this military-like uniform. It's a, it's literally parody. To aid onto the parody, they named her the USA Today. What did they name her, Frankie? The USA Today What of the Year? I believe it was the Woman you- of the Year. <laughs> They named Rachel Randy Levine the woman of the year. They did this with the straight face. The same media that calls it the Putin price hike, not the Joe Biden robbed us of our energy independence and now is, I don't know, coincidentally able to blame it on something. They're also telling you that Rachel Randy Levine is an admiral wearing this outfit and that she is the woman of the year. No, no, Rachel Randy Levine is a man and this is some demonic shit. And somehow, 
in the social credit system, this is because this is what they would implement, Rachel Randy Levine is the hero. We're already, because we're getting the foreshadowing of it, because the foreshadowing is over the mainstream media pushes it down our throat. So think about a world where in the USA social credit score system, people like Rachel Randy Levine have an A+. What would you have out there then? <laughs> I'd have like an F-. minus minus. Frankie would be in the gulag <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> this is where we're at. It's incredible. Where would people in Florida be in this situation? People like Ron DeSantis who are fighting for our freedom with this bill. Now they call it the don't say gay bill. Do you see about this, Frankie? I, I just saw it. This is an interesting thing because uh, basically the story is I would wonder what all these people who fought for this bill would be called. Now these people fought for this bill uh, that has been dubbed the don't say gay bill. Now, the don't say gay bill does not say don't say gay. The don't say gay bill, which they have dubbed it in the media, is called the messaging. Don't say gay. Oh, it's so offensive. It's so terrible. No, no, no. They said in schools, we do not want to teach these sexual things. Says we do not. It says for starters, criticism, criticism that say the don't say gay bill does not in fact say gay anywhere in the text is true. This is NBC. The bill, which passed Florida Senate last week in the state's House of Representatives in February, does, however, contain the terms sexual orientation and gender identity twice. Oh, my God. Breaking news. The bill doesn't want kids to learn about sexual orientation and gender identity. What bigots in the Florida House of Representatives? What a bigot Ron DeSantis is, DeSantis is for that. So they have twisted it to say that if you do not want to teach kids about sexual stuff, and manipulate them and prey on them, vulnerable and innocent, well, then you are a homophobe. And that would earn you a zero and F on the social credit score system. They want to implement all these control mechanisms, and then they want to ram it down your throat that the opposite of what America's always been in our values is the new system. Wow. Incredible. Truly incredible. And you have, obviously, the media complex coming on and talking about it and saying this is deeply disturbing. I think it's deeply disturbing to keep teach your kids about sexual rhetoric in school. But this is what they want to do. And in the Biden regime, that's okay. That's rogue. Joe Biden actually remarked about this. Joe Biden actually talked about this, okay? For him to actually have to talk about anything, he literally have to spoon feed him the lies, load it up in the teleprompter, make sure they don't write end of quote so he doesn't say that by accident. Took a lot of effort for him to comment on this. Very choreographed. They want this to go through because they want your children to be taught critical race theory and to be taught all of this sexual and gender stuff to confuse them. I saw something that said that like nowadays, Frankie, uh, uh, elementary, not elementary school kids, but uh, adolescents, I think it's like the incidence of them perhaps defining as bisexual or gay yeah. um, is like at like almost 20% now. Insane. Is that right? And, yeah. and, and, and 10, 20 years ago, it was at, I don't know, like 3%, 4%. Why is it so much higher? Has the human genome changed? Now, the left would say, oh, you know, uh, people are uh, are encouraged to come out and, and be more uh, open. I think they are, I don't know, manipulating children. Because let me tell you this. A six-year-old kid? A 12-year-old kid? Even a 17-year-old kid? Does not think about these things. 
Okay? It's disgusting. But that is the America they want. They want to distract you from what's going on domestically, that our dollar is now being crippled, that America's border is being invaded, but we're going to defend the Ukrainian border, that people are now living in tougher financial situation than ever before, but we could just drop a billion dollars on Ukraine like it's nothing. They want you to buy into the fake news. They want you to buy in to an America last approach once again. The world is a crazy place. It really is. Terrible things happen all around the world and my heart goes out to them everywhere when all these bad things happen. But you know what? First and foremost, as a great president once said, we need to keep America first. Don't forget it. All right. So there you go. What an episode of the show. Somebody had to say it. I appreciate everybody tuning in this week. It was a great episode. I appreciate all of our uh, live streamers who watch on Getter, Rumble, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, everywhere. We appreciate you tuning into the show, and we will see you next week.